Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode number 111. Today, I'm going to share some ways that you might still be kind of living that diet mentality with mental restriction going on that could be keeping you still in this binge eating space. And we'll get into that in just a second. But first, I thought it'd be kind of nice, a little bit different to start this episode just with a kind of like 30 second meditation, just checking in with ourselves. So if you're in a place where it's comfortable to close your eyes, do that. If not, just keep a soft gaze and let's take a soothing breath in through your nose, breathing in and letting it go through the mouth. Let your shoulders drop. Let's do one more, breathing in and just letting go the worries and the stress. You're here now. There's nothing else that you need to be worrying about. We're here. And I just want you to do one more thing, and that is to mentally check in with yourself. Is there anything that you could do for yourself to love yourself a little bit more? Something that maybe you have an unmet need going on right now, or in this day, in this week, going unchecked, that might be leading to a buildup of stress, buildup of tension. What could that thing be? What do you need most right now? And it could be as simple as rest. It could be as simple as doing a few more breaths, pausing this podcast and just breathing a bit more. It could be as simple as consciously letting your body know you're safe. You don't have to keep clenching your stomach, tensing your shoulders. So now that you've done that check-in, a bit more connected with your body, with yourself, let's get into this episode. Actually, one more thing. I just want to share something. It might sound so cheesy, but lately I've been like really trying to focus on gratitude, on just trying to like be happy and content and like loving life as it is right now instead of always being on that chase. You probably know the feeling as well, where it's just like you're always chasing this achievement, whether it's, you know, it could be a gold body, it could be recovery, it could be a certain amount of money, it could be whatever. We're always on this chase and we're never just living in the moment. So that's something I've been really trying to do lately. And you may have seen, might have seen on my Instagram story today, but it, this would be published in a few days. So a few days ago, I asked you guys what you're most grateful for, what you're loving about life the most right now. And it's just something I keep trying to come back to during the day, just the simple things like, I'm just loving the autumn leaves. I don't know, I'm obsessed with them lately. So beautiful. And the weather in November has been so nice and just grateful for like all the simple things in life just trying to feel that more often and yeah I invite you to try it out as well it's quite a nice feeling when you just kind of stop and realize like wow I've got a roof over my head I have clean water I've got food I've got Netflix or whatever I've got I don't know if you have a pet a partner like we have so much great stuff to be grateful for and that brings me actually to one more thing that I'm very grateful for and that is for all of you for being here listening I I've said it before like sometimes it feels weird in my office 
talking to myself. But at the end of the day, I do know that someone's listening to this. You are listening to this. And I'm grateful for that. That's It's really cool that I get to have a podcast that people actually want to listen to and learn from and and actually take action on and see results from your life. So that's pretty awesome. But now let's get into this episode. It's going to be a short one, but full of value for you as always. So sometimes that diet mentality, when we've been in it for so long, for even years, I know for me it was a decade, it could be more for you, less, whatever, it becomes so normal. We forget that we're even in this diet mentality. We forget sometimes we're mentally restricting and policing and judging our thoughts very, our, our food choices and thoughts very often. And that low-key mental restriction can keep you binge eating. So I quite often get the comment, the message, I've stopped physical restricting, like I I haven't been restricting for months, but I'm still binge eating. Like, what is going on? So I'm going to give a short but important list to assess yourself to see, hey, am I doing any of these things? Am I still living that diet life? Has diet life just become life for me? And I don't even realize because I'm so absorbed into it. I know for me, I definitely forgot. Like once I was so entrenched in that diet mentality or just the whole like, constant trying to lose weight mentality I even didn't believe that I would be able to eat a normal amount of food or calories like I didn't even believe I could eat three full meals because for so long I lived on smoothies like at least one a day but which is fine like not hating on smoothies but it became like that was my new normal. Sometimes for months, having two to three, like my meals were just smoothies, which is not normal. And it was definitely disordered for me because surprise, surprise, I was binging in the evenings, living this healthy, you know, smoothie life in the day, but binge eating on pizza and whatnot in the evenings. So I used to truly fear going back to that middle ground, that this normal eating space where you just have three meals a day or whatever it is, you know, obviously some people have a different number of meals, but typically three meals a day. I was terrified. Like I did not believe my body could handle it. So I was very entrenched and maybe you are in some ways too. So let's get into that list. Common ways you might be living that diet life. One is a more obvious one, but you could be just cutting out some sort of food group like carbs or starches, fats, maybe even trying to cut out like processed food entirely and you may have just completely like normalized that like you just avoid carbs like two out of the three meals a day or something or all the time or you've cut out fruit because you know diet culture may have told you to be scared of fruit because of the sugar in it so maybe you you know being this diet mentality it has got you to a point where you just think it's normal to cut out this thing and you're almost scared to add it back in because you've been you've sort of villainized this thing like let's say carbs so just check in with yourself really honestly like are you actually cutting out entire food groups even if it's you know you have some rule around it like weekdays you're not allowed this food group and then weekends go crazy check in with yourself because let's like again like get back to like normal reality of just you know the the middle of the spectrum of the way people eat it's not that normal to do that and it would probably benefit you if you're still binge eating to lift those sorts of mental restrictions 
get back to that sort of like just yeah the I keep saying this word normal and of course normal is hard to define but I think you know what I mean just the way that people who don't have food issues who've never been binge eating the way that they just eat they're not cutting out fats or carbs or whatever it is so be honest with yourself there second one on the list is not allowing yourself desserts or sweet treats so maybe like in the office or I don't know if you're still in the office you know someone would have a birthday and everyone would have cake and you wouldn't allow it you wouldn't allow it for yourself just checking in again with yourself I know that sometimes we can be blinded by these mental restrictions by telling ourselves that it's for our health obviously we all know that you know processed sugar isn't the most ideal thing especially in large amounts but it's okay to have it and by cutting that off by not allowing yourself something that is quite pleasurable and delicious and normal to be used in celebrations and culture and society it could also still be leading you to feel deprived and then binge eat and if you are cutting out sweet treats or desserts I could hazard a guess that that's probably the very thing that you are binge eating on next thing on the list not allowing yourself your favorite foods for x period of time so this was a classic one for me maybe it is for you too where you know you're trying to eat healthy you're trying to lose weight whatever and you end up binging on some food like chocolate and you tell yourself okay right that's it we are not gonna have chocolate for the next month or next three months or whatever usually like ridiculous rule that you put on yourself again we usually come at this from this intention of like okay it's good for my health it's gonna help me get to my goals you know if I just do this one thing you know it's all gonna work out and we're not being totally real with ourselves in the sense that this is also this form of sort of like controlling fear-based mental restriction and I actually want to pause it right there to just sort of interrupt to bring up this idea that you might be thinking oh what so like even normal people never impose some sort of you know short rule on themselves or boundary around you know oh let's not eat junk food for the next few weeks like we've been eating a lot of junk food recently let's not eat it are you saying even normal eaters don't do that like can I not put any form of discipline on my eating habits and to that I say of course like normal eaters do do that kind of thing every now and then I would say that the intention behind it feels different than the way that you might be doing it you might be doing it from that place of sort of um, control rigidity around the rule as in you have to stick by it it's very black and white if you break it you're back to square one you're a failure you should feel guilty and bad you have no discipline you're lazy or blah 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 normal eaters would be much more relaxed around this rule they might say something gentle to themselves like oh well I had a lot of whatever like KFC lately let's just like dial back a bit they wouldn't be like okay right we're not gonna have this for this much time and if we don't if we fail we are just like terrible and you know we'll spiral and probably end up binging on that thing that's not how it is for them so again we want to be really honest with ourselves in the way that we are setting these sort of like food rules with ourselves is it this gentle discipline where the intention is just like genuine self-care for your health for your energy levels for your concentration your digestion or is it coming from this like really controlling intense place that doesn't feel 
the best. So yeah, that's something to really look at. And another side note actually related to this is someone DM'd me today and they asked me, they said, so on one of my recent posts on Instagram, I was talking about, again, like making sure that you are not low key restricting. And then she said, oh, but then in a podcast, you talked about how to how to do gentle discipline, how to sort of like say no to things, which is in in a way restriction. She's like, how how do you do both? And to that I say, and you might be in this this place too, you might be like, well, how do I ever, you know, say no to something or um, have any sort of like restriction? To that I said, if you are still binge eating and feeling like you are in not the healthiest food relationship place where food still feels like stressful, you're overthinking, you have cravings, you're thinking about it 24 seven, you're binge eating, you have all these fear-based rules. If you're still in that place, by no means do I want you to be trying to do gentle discipline. Like this is not the time and place for that. This is the time to be lifting all these restrictions, to be undieting yourself, to be releasing diet mentality, finding that middle ground, finding normality again, finding the enjoyment in food, the yeah, the joy in it, like the joy in cooking, the joy in getting to eat it, sharing it with people, how like fun it can be in your life but also making food a non-issue it's not this huge thing in your life anymore it's just something you get to enjoy and that fuels your body so we want to get to that place first which means lifting restrictions once you get to that place you're stable you feel solid it's been many months even years whatever feels good for you where you you feel like you're in this place where it's back to normal again then when you feel ready you can you can do gentle discipline which, you know, example, as I said earlier, like if you happen to be indulging a lot on junk food for whatever reason, maybe you're on holiday somewhere and they just had, I don't know, a KFC nearby or something. And you just want to tell yourself, oh, okay, it doesn't feel great to be eating this all the time. Um, I'm just going to dial back on that. That's, that's when that can happen. But I don't want you to be doing that right now because right now I really want you to be lifting restrictions if you are still binge eating. Okay, that's out the way. Let's get back to that list. So... Just a recap, we've got cutting out carbs, fats, entire food groups. We want to stop doing that. Not allowing yourself sweet treats or desserts. We want to stop doing that as well. Like let yourself have the goddamn cake. Not allowing yourself your favorite foods for whatever period of time, like cutting off these foods. Like we need to stop that too, because spoiler alert, you'll probably end up binging on that food a few days later. Like I always did. Like the amount of times I said, I'm not having Nutella for the rest of the year. Like, that's it. Like, we're done with it. I'm never having it again. And then, like, five days later, binging, binging on it. Because you had that intense mental deprivation and pressure. And then guilt when you do binge on it. So we want to stop that. Last, I think we've got four things on the list. So labeling foods as good or bad. Assigning moral value to foods. So food has no moral value. Food is just food but we assign moral value to it and when we do that when we say a brownie is bad like it's it's like a guilt a guilty or like a sinful food or it's a treat or something we're telling ourselves that okay if that's bad when we eat it we're bad and we should feel guilty and ashamed for eating that food so I really want you to assess what is the language you're using around food Maybe it's out loud. Maybe you're saying to someone like, oh my God, I ate so badly this week. 
I was such a pig. I really need to be really good this weekend. I need to eat clean for a while. Those kinds of words, that language, we want to stop. We want to bring it back to neutrality. So you feel more neutral around food. And maybe it's not speaking it out loud. Maybe it's just the way you describe food in your own mind. So language is really, really powerful. It, it does matter. Let's try to neutralize all food. I'm going to pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, Why You're Still Binge Eating and How to Stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling. I was stuck for 10 years doing that. Then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. Next on the list, feeling like you have to earn food through exercise or restriction. So here you're essentially creating this sort of exchange system for food. You are saying, I can only have food or this type of food, I can only treat myself to this food if I've done a two-hour workout or if I've skipped a meal earlier in the day. And that is so not true. <laughs> like You can simply eat food full stop. You don't have to earn it. It doesn't have to be this exchange system. You can have food. Exercise doesn't have to be related to food at all. Exercise can be for your own well-being, for your cardiovascular health, for you to have fun, to enjoy moving your body. It can be for so many things and it does not have to be a way for you to earn food. And I so get this because I did this all the time, all the time, especially as you might know, binging. Like I would almost, you know, I would binge and then I would work off the binge or at least try to because it's obviously very hard to exercise that amount of calories. I would try to work off the binge and then it would almost then be this cycle of like, okay, now let me keep working out so that in anticipation for a potential binge this Friday, I'll be like in a better position. So I completely get it. I just want to remind you that yes, you can simply eat food full stop. You don't need a reason why you're allowed that food. You don't need to earn it. Like you are allowed to eat. So really look into that, see if you are doing that. If you find that you are burning, like burning calories, burning fat to try to earn food, I really would urge you to take a break from exercise to show yourself that you don't, they, they're not intertwined, like they're not linked. They don't have to be. Take a break from it and come back to exercise in a way, do, do like, when you step back into exercise, do a type of exercise that for you has no connection to calorie burn. I did this exact thing when I was trying to heal my exercise relationship. Um, for me, it was just like, I was always running. It was always cardio to burn off calories. So I took a huge break from running. And when I got back into exercise, I did, 
I did yoga and strength training because to me they they didn't feel like really intense. They didn't feel like I was burning a lot of calories. So that's just an extra side tip there for you. Next on the list. Ooh, actually, one more thing I wanted to mention on that last point, the exercise thing, is remember that, so I, I've worked with clients and I definitely felt this too at times where I thought I got to such a point in diet mentality or weight loss obsession that I, I almost told myself like my calories in, so everything I ate in the day, I almost had to like work it off as well in the day through exercise. And I, I almost got to this point where I didn't even think that I could just eat food didn't have to exercise it off like you do need food just to simply exist to simply maintain your weight so don't forget that as well next thing on the list last thing is telling yourself that you can only have the quote-unquote healthy version of something the healthy alternative when really you would quite like the real deal so again watch out for yourself doing this and I really want to emphasize that I know because something similar to this concept has come up a few times in this episode already. I don't want to say that I'm demonizing taking care of your health, having healthy foods, nourishing foods, unprocessed foods. Like that's all amazing. It's amazing to care about your health. I definitely care about my health as well. Like I totally understand this. I just want you to watch out for when it's almost a disguise for restriction in a really bad like negative energy kind of way if you get what I mean you can tell yourself that you you know really want to just like always have the healthy version of chocolate because it's healthy and has all these antioxidants and the raw cacao and whatever which is great but make sure that you are allowing yourself the foods that you also do want so if you do sometimes actually just want like a good old-fashioned like Mars bar or Twix that's okay and you don't have to feel guilty about that and you don't always have to have the healthy alternative it's okay to have the food that you actually want sometimes and maybe you actually do want the healthy alternative that's okay but make sure that you are listening to yourself giving yourself those pleasurable foods that you, you probably had when you were a kid that are associated to these memories from childhood maybe nostalgic maybe they're cultural let yourself have the OG food sometimes, like when you want it. Let's let ourselves have full permission because that's going to help so much with not feeling mentally restricted and therefore less binge eating. That's the list. Just a quick recap. So let's look out for these few things, these few ways that you might be mentally restricting and therefore pushing you to binge. One, cutting out entire food groups. Two, not allowing yourself the desserts, the sweet treats. Three, not allowing yourself your favorite food for X period of time, so sort of like swearing off a certain food. Four, labeling foods as good or bad. Five, feeling like you have to earn food through exercise or restriction. And six, telling yourself you can only have the healthy version of something when you really would quite like the real deal. Those are the six things I want you to look out for. Of course, on top of the usual like general under eating and emotional suppression going to food, Um, to cover up emotions but these ones could be sort of low-key or ones that you might not even realize are restriction because as I said at the start when we get so sucked into weight loss and dieting especially when it's for years we almost forget that these things aren't really that normal and it's okay to have the, the chocolate cake when you want it so there you have it I hope that helped 
as you know, as always, I'm here to help you further on your food and body relationship healing journey. So if you're ready for that support and guidance, you know the 30-day reboot course is the bomb. Over 300 women have joined and have seen amazing results with it. So if you're just ready, you want more of this kind of help, you want someone to just tell you what to do so you don't have to figure out this confusing, frustrating, annoyingness of binge eating, then I'm your girl. So in the show notes, hit that link to get the 30-day reboot course. It's available today. You can literally start right now. That's it from me. I will leave it there. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.